everyone, and welcome to Courageous Mama. I had planned to have a, a part ser four-part series scheduled for my recording today, but life got in the way, and I am not totally mentally prepared to go into that four-part series quite yet. So I was looking through my list of podcast ideas that I had that I wanted to do, and one just really jumped out at me that I wanted to talk about. And so as I was kind of writing down my high-level talking points, um, it just it felt like it was a good time to bring up. Uh, it's still the beginning of the new year. You know, some people might be doing resolutions. Um, some other people might just have some long-term goals. Um, but I think for me, I have found that over the past couple of years, especially, that I need to stop trying to follow the rules and stop trying to conform and to really be my authentic self in every area of my life. So today I wanted to talk to you about how I am trying to ignore the rules and how I'm trying to live into the person that I want to be. I think from childhood, we're taught, even unconsciously, to fit the mold of different expectations, whether that be your parents or as you get older um, and you, you have a job, you have to fit the expectations of, of your work. Um, and then when you get married, those expectations of, of marriage and having a spouse and, and you place all these expectations, whether they're your own or other people's expectations. And I found at least, and maybe this isn't true for everyone, but I found that I didn't really know who I was. I remember saying that to my husband once, and he's like, what do you mean you don't know who you are? <laughs> so I might be the only one, but I felt it was worthwhile to at least talk about because um, I, in my gut, my, my gut feeling is that I'm not alone in this. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about kind of my awakening of realizing that I didn't really know who I was and that process of, of finding out the things that I like to do and being true to that and being more of my authentic self and kind of where I'm at today. So I don't have very many specific details that I can share with you about the different expectations, but as I mentioned before, I think we all have them. You know, our parents have their own house rules and we grow up living with their their guidance and their rules and their expectations. And, you know, the whole idea of nature versus nurture and where you, um, the type of environment that you grow up in definitely influences who you are and who you become. And some people, you know, cling to that environment and things that they grew up with. And other people do everything everything that they can to avoid uh, who they are or who they were and how they grew up in the environment that they grew up in, um, going the, the full-fledged opposite, um, which I think is really interesting that everyone's own mental thoughts of, of themselves and the expectations that they have for living a good life is such a wide variety of 
either following or totally going against the grain of the environment that they grew up in. With social media, to a certain extent, um, not that you're trying to be the same as everybody that you have on your newsfeed, but to a certain extent, you've, you have feelings based off of what you're looking at. Whether that's good feelings, bad f- feelings, um, you know, whatever, you're, you might see somebody that is going on vacation to a place that you've always wanted to go and just have all these envious feelings. But I think that can tell you something too. And even just trying to fit in with strangers, I think that there is a lot of seeing just this little snapshot of somebody's life and making a lot of assumptions that makes it easy to beat yourself up when you don't fit that ideal. But if you can take a step back and kind of peel back those layers and say, okay, what what was it that me seeing, whether it was a friend, social media, a stranger, what was it about that situation that made me feel those feelings, whether they were good feelings, bad feelings, whatever. And then you can kind of peel back the layers and say, okay, well, that person was on vacation. Why was I jealous about that? Okay, well, I've always wanted to go to Oregon. So they were in Oregon, which um, was, you know, that's always my dream place to go. Okay, so why was I envious about seeing somebody else in Oregon? Well, I've been planning on going for a couple of years and it just hasn't worked out. Um, and so it's just, it's made me feel like I'm not capable of actually getting there. Um, and so you just keep asking yourself why. And eventually you can get to a point where you find the root cause of the feeling that you have with that particular situation. Um, whether it, it could be so many different things, but I think that can tell you a lot about the person that you want to be. So that kind of brings me around to this whole idea that you need to spend time, what, however that looks, but you need to spend time trying to identify who makes you who you are. And are you who you are because that's how it's always been? And that's what you're accustomed to? Or are you who you are because that's the type of person that you want to be? Are you just trying to meet expectations and make sure, making sure that you're checking the boxes to make other people happy? Or are you truly making yourself happy? The last few years, I've really spent a lot of time on peeling back those onion layers, if you will. and having pinned down more of the feelings that I want to have day to day and having those feelings equates to living out to be the person that I consider my authentic self. Um, I think it takes a lot of courage to alter who you've always been and taking steps towards who is it that you want to be. Um, And so I, I encourage everybody that's listening that takes a few minutes to think about, you know, is is the person I am in, in all facets of life, is that what makes me truly happy? Um, it takes a lot of courage to take to take the time to do that. 
And then it takes even more courage to be able to take steps towards to towards being that person as well. I think about that a lot with being a mom and just all the ideals that I had before I ever had kids. I always try to visualize who that person is. You know, back in 2014, before I ever had any babies, I always knew that I wanted to be a mom. And so now in 2021 and 2020 and 2019, when I've really been looking at who my authentic self is, is I try to visualize, okay, I had this idea that I wanted to be a mom for years before I ever had a baby. What did that person look like? Why did I want to become a mom? And so just going through those steps will, for me at least, will give me uh, it's very fuzzy, but a picture in my mind of who I who that person is that made me so excited about having kids. And I think if I can hold that in my mind, those that that fuzzy picture, um, and I can break it apart and say, okay, what is that person doing? What is that person not doing? Um, how do they act in certain situations? How do they not act in certain situations? Um, what's something that you do now that would surprise that person that you thought of years ago? I think thinking through all those different things can continue to guide you in this particular instance in parenthood. So I'm obviously new to this. My daughter's three and a half, and we struggle every single day. But if I can hold that fuzzy image in my head, and if I can be intentional about thinking about who that person is, then I don't feel like I'm a failure. I always am striving to be that person. It Taking that time to dive into all the different areas in your life, what's important to you, and why are those things important to you, can be so beneficial in the long run. And it's not going to be an overnight switch. It's going to take time. But I think if you start in on those action steps, you will find the time well worth the effort. I started to think about this really specifically in the last couple of days. And I've always struggled with lifelong goals. I've heard a lot of informal mentors talk about, you know, where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in 10 years? And I just, I haven't been able to wrap my mind around who that person is for me. And it's honestly, it's kind of embarrassing that, that I, that I can't tell you or even tell myself, what are some of those audacious goals that I would have in five years or 10 years? Um, but I got to thinking, and this is kind of where it all comes together for this podcast. I got to thinking about it, and I was thinking about how so many times I have aimed my sights on some area of my life, and I said, okay, this is my goal. This is where I want to, this is, this is the completion that I want to hit, and so many times I haven't gotten there. 
fell short. I failed. I just stopped and gave up. And so many times I beat myself up for it. And that only leads me into a downward spiral of bad thoughts and giving myself crap and just not being not just not being the person that I really want to be. And so I was thinking through all the different areas in my life that I'm not totally happy with. And what I came up with was a list of things that are very small, but if I got consistent about it, it would lead to better, bigger things. So for example, it I know that drinking water is good for your body. I know that it's very healthy. I I know that I can do it. I When I was doing 75 hard, I drank a gallon a day for 75 days. I've had many um, informal challenges where you drink 80 ounces of water or you drank half your body weight in ounces of water for so many days. And I, I, I can do it. I know I can. But if I fail the challenge, A, then immediately I will stop drinking the water, guaranteed. Or B, if I complete the challenge, when the challenge ends, I will stop drinking that much water. So it's not a consistent habit. And that's where I really started thinking about what I wanted to accomplish in 2021. Uh, the, the water was an example. I've got a whole bunch of them. But what at the end of 2021, if I have moved myself forward to be more of my authentic self, then I'm going to have to be consistent in the things that make me feel good about my life, whether that be my body, whether that be my parenting, whether that be my marriage, whether that be my work, whatever the case, I need to make small, consistent steps to get there. But the other problem I have is I complicate things way too much. And I knew that if I was going to make gains through 2021, I was going to have to make small incremental steps along the way and not take on 20 new things that I was going to do every day for a year. I rotated my thinking a little bit from where I was a week ago. A week ago, I had about five to eight things that I was going to do for quarter one. And then I was going to hopefully either keep those the same for quarter two and maybe add on a couple couple ones, or I was going to change change what those were if it was something that I realized would not work for my life. And so I, I shifted my thinking a little bit um, because me not conforming to life's expectations is me learning how to be consistent in the habits that will make me the person that I want to be. So I came up with a list of different things, and they're small things, and I'll kind of talk through a few of them, of things that I want to be able to do for the majority of my life 
And if I slip up one day, two days, I can get right back on track. I think of it, so we have we have cows, and I think of it like this, that when when we have cows at our house, it's not an option whether I go out and feed them or not. The cows have to be fed. So I don't have to think about going out and feeding them. It just is something that I have to do. And same thing with like brushing my teeth, for example. I get up, I don't think about brushing my teeth. That's just the first thing that I that I do. And I want these this list of items that I wrote down, I want these to be things that I don't have to consciously think about scheduling into my days. I just want it to be who I am. I want these different areas to be descriptors of when they think of me, I want them to think, wow, she really takes good care of herself. She's a healthy person. Um, and that's not my why for wanting to become healthy, by the way. Like my why is is my daughter and my family and um, just being able to live out the life and the things that I want to do. So I'm going to kind of tell you um, some of the things on my list, and then I'll kind of talk about what specifically I'm doing with this list. The idea is that I will do one item on this list for two weeks, two weeks straight. And then at the end of the two weeks, granted, it's not 21 days and it's not six months and it's not nine months. Like you hear all these different things of what makes a habit. I did 75 hard. I did all those things for 75 days and none of them became a consistent habit. But when I added too many things to the plate to do, I couldn't remember all the different things that I wanted to be doing. So that's where the two weeks comes in at. I'm going to focus in on one new habit for two weeks straight. And that's the only thing that I'm really focusing in on. Now, obviously, I'm still focusing on focusing in on work. I'm still focusing in on my child and my husband. Um, I'm still focusing in on, you know, day-to-day stuff. But this is this is the one thing that I'm being strict on myself about for those two weeks. And then the next two weeks, so January 15th, I will start a new one, but that doesn't mean that I stop the previous one. I add it on. So I'm going to take these quarter by quarter, similar to what my plan was, um, you know, at beginning of 2021, the end of 2020, still looking at it quarter by quarter, but I wrote down a whole list of different items to be able to kind of choose and pick from depending on how my habits are and what they're geared for. Um, so for, to go back to the water example, one of my habits is to drink 80 ounces of water every day. And then I have another one written down that's a gallon of water every day. So it's a stair-step approach. So obviously I'm not going to do the one, the gallon of water a day habit, two-week increment before I do the 80 ounces of water. I'm trying to build up the different areas So that way, I'll be forming the habit incrementally. So the idea is slow and steady and consistent. So the first one for these first two weeks of the year, this is probably going to really sound bad, but I'm terrible about being consistent with washing my face in the morning and at night. 
And so for these first two weeks, I'm being really consistent with washing my face. When I wash my face consistently, my skin looks better. I feel better about not wearing makeup. I can just kind of go with the flow more. So that was the first one that I started. Um, The second one that I'm going to be tacking on is 80 ounces of water. So starting um, the 15th, which this episode will air on the 12th. So on the 15th, I will be adding in, I will still be washing my face morning and night, but then I'll be adding in drinking 80 ounces of water and I'll do that for two weeks. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind it. And I'll just kind of go through a list of some different ones that I chose in case this is something that you want to tackle yourself. So working out daily, that doesn't mean working my ass off for two hours straight or working two 45 minute workouts every day that are, you know, killing me. That's not the idea. The idea is to be consistent with it. So that way, down the road, if I don't work out one day, it's no big deal. It's a habit. So I will start working out the next day. So daily workout, um, meal planning. I definitely eat better when I plan my meals versus just kind of guessing what's in the fridge, the freezer, the pantry, eating out, whatever. I do so much better when I plan my meals. So meal planning. Another one is meal prepping. Um, so I started very small increments, meal prepping my dinners. That would that would be a two-week segment. I've got another one, meal prepping my lunches, and then I have another one for meal prepping my snacks. Um, then I have some less specific, but focusing in on things like my fiber intake. How do I feel when I eat different amounts of fiber? I have some digestive issues, and so not issues, just I struggle with with finding the right balance of uh, food for my digestive system. And so really honing in on fiber, my fiber intake, and how that affects my body. So that would be two weeks. Um, Another one would be really focusing in on healthy snacks, figuring out what type of snacks that I eat that I feel satiated with versus snacks where I'm just craving more food. Um, So snacks would be another two week. Um, Another one would be journaling. I love journaling. I love getting that information out of my head. I think it brings a lot of great information to the table that is kind of down in the vault, if you will, that you may not even realize you're thinking about and just getting it off your shoulder and off of your shoulders and out of your mind can be very helpful for me. Another two week segment is meditating. I really love the idea of meditating. I think it can do so many great things. Um, I've heard so many people talking about meditating. Um, for example, in Jay Shetty's Think Like a Monk book, he talked he talks in great detail about meditation and all the benefits of it. So I would really like to spend two weeks focusing in on meditation. Another one is the time that I get up in the morning. Now, I will say, um, because I have been doing a lot of um, waking up at 4.15 on the days that I go to the gym for a five o'clock class, I have definitely trained my body um, to wake up earlier. I will wake up 
whether I need to or not around that 4.15, 4.30 time frame. If I don't have to go to the gym, a lot of times I will fall back asleep um, very quickly. I'll also wake up around 5, and then I always wake up around 6. And I wear a Garmin watch, so I can, even if I don't remember that, I can legit see on my sleep section of the of the charts that I've like woken up during those times. So it's kind of interesting once you get in some of those habits, how that changes your your body without you even realizing it. So one of those that I have is just be very conscious about waking up um, at 5 a.m. or earlier for me. Um, and 5 a.m. specifically because if I wake up at 5.30, 5.45, guaranteed my daughter's going to hear me and wake up. So 5 o'clock still early enough that she won't wake up. My husband won't stay awake if he wakes up. Um, and I can go downstairs and get some stuff done and get my mind right for the day before everyone else wakes up because otherwise I'm very grumpy in the morning. I know that. My husband does not like it. So if I can wake up early before everyone wakes up, then I can be in a much better mood for both him and my daughter. Another one that I have is read. Um, I read a lot of books last year, um, especially during 75 Hard, and I really like that habit. Um, so that's just something that I really want to get more in the habit of doing. Um, I talked about fiber earlier. I have I have another two-week section on protein, another one on fat, another one on cutting out dairy because um, I think I do feel better. I'm slightly lactose intolerant. I do feel better when I don't have any dairy. And so I just want to focus in just on that and see how that affects me versus, um, let's say, my other two-week of no gluten. So I just want to see how those things affect me if I just focus in on that that particular item. Um, running, I love running. Um, sometimes I get so bogged down with other things that I skip out on it for a long time. Um, and I just want to be able to get in the habit of doing that a few times a week. And so I have a two-week section where I want to run every day just to start getting more in that habit. Visualization would be another one similar to meditation, but definitely a little different. Um, that's an area I want to do. So you kind of get the idea of of some of, I've, I've got some more on here as well, but that kind of gives you an idea. Um, there's a lot health focused for me on there. I do have some that are parenting focused and some that are marriage focused um, and some that are work focused as well. Um, but hopefully I've explained the concept well enough that that all makes sense <laughs> to everyone. So that is really what I wanted to talk about today. I think if I can follow through with one item every two weeks and build on that, I'm going to find things that work really well for me and things that I've been trying to implement for years that if I just focus in on that one thing, I'm going to realize that that is not who I am. That is That doesn't work for me. That's something that um, just it doesn't make sense for who I want to be. Um, for example, I, and I can't say that this is the case. Um, I actually think that these two will actually be very good, but um, the no dairy, no gluten, for example. I might learn after two weeks of not having any dairy that it didn't affect me one iota, having the dairy versus not. Um, 
I don't think that's the case. I'm fairly certain that dairy affects me. Um, but same thing with no gluten. Maybe gluten doesn't affect me if I eat gluten. So there's some, there's going to be segments where I'm going to do it for the two weeks and I'll add it right back into my life or in some cases take it away. And it's not all it's going to have done is to teach me more about who I am um, and what makes me feel good. So I've got 28 items. I actually have more than that. Um, so that would be one item every two weeks. Um, that would be seven per quarter. So I'm breaking it down quarter by quarter. So I've picked out seven for quarter one. Um, and then that gives me a little bit of flexibility instead of planning out for the whole year. It gives me a little bit of flexibility of maybe maybe I did meal planning for quarter one. And maybe I really want to dive into the meal prepping for quarter two, the dinners, lunches, and snacks. Or maybe instead of the meal prepping, maybe I want to focus in on the, the fiber, the protein, the fat, or the no dairy, no gluten, for example. So those, those are some tangible areas that I'm striving for in 2021. Another area that I, I know I'm going to struggle with this because I love a good challenge. But something that I really learned last year with COVID is that if I put all my effort into training for a challenge and it doesn't happen for whatever reason, I am like, I totally fall off the wagon. And so this whole idea of small incremental changes to learn more about myself and learn more about what works well for me, the whole idea of that is to not have these you know, wild variances. Um, I don't want to train super, super hard at the gym for an event and find out it's canceled or fail at the, at the event and beat myself up. So that way I lose the consistency. So 2021 for me really is all about consistency. Um, I think I've talked in a previous episode with Miranda about my word being consistency for the year. That's that's my goal. That's my aim. Um, I don't have a big audacious goal for this year. Um, my, my goal is just to follow through with learning about myself and learning about how to build habits in my life that are going to benefit me in the long run. So I hope that this episode has helped you in learning about yourself. And maybe it's not doing habit building every two weeks for the whole year. Maybe it looks nothing like that. Maybe you love um, challenges and competitions. And so maybe you're going to go all in on some different challenges and competitions. But I, I hope the ideas that I've tried to portray in this episode have at least encouraged you to start thinking more about who you are versus who society, your environment, family and friends, who they have made you think that you are. Because I guarantee that if you really, really think about it, 
there are parts of you that are buried so deep down inside that you wouldn't even recognize it if it came up. So please take that time to think about that and think about the different things that make you happy and bring joy into your life and see if it lines up well with your day-to-day actions and what makes you you. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And if you could, I would love for you to subscribe and or share this episode with somebody that you think it might help help out. I hope it's been helpful. I hope you have a great day and we'll be sharing more soon.